ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the most famous words in motorsports with your host, Lugs and the Gas Man. Ladies and gentlemen, start your podcast. Hey folks, welcome back to another Wrecking Racing NASCAR podcast show with your host, The Gas Man, and my co-host, who's the most awesome, <laughs> Lugs. What's up, man? What? Changed it up this week. I, I did. Uh, just in case we have extra listeners this week or uh, anybody who likes like wants to look into us or anything. Yeah. We pretty much walked in the house and... And put our headsets on and start this episode. So yeah, uh, really haven't got to talk to you about anything else. So th- th- that is true. How's man. your week going? Uh, uh, good so far, man. Good, not too, uh, not too shabby. Uh, you opening up your drink now? Yeah, is that okay? Yeah, it's fine. Let me grab mine too. Did uh, you shake the IRS? You got the. Uh, <laughs> I sent a rebuttal letter today. Okay. Yeah. So you got the uh, monster rehab this week. I got the bushlight apple this week. <laughs> <laughs> Give yeah. it another shot, huh? Something like that. I needed something to wet my whistle, and <laughs> this was available. How about that? <laughs> this is the last monster I had, man. So sorry, I needed. I'm on the struggle bus. I had to do three hours of uh, like uh, virtual training this afternoon. Oh, fun! And uh, yeah, I need some energy. <laughs> I I think most of my training for my new position is behind me. Uh, I thought mine was too, and then they're like, "Oh, hey." Um, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Each day, you got these three th- these three courseworks you got to get done. I was like, oh, great. <laughs> I say that last week I had a four hour class. Of uh, I had to literally go to a classroom and sit there to watch a woman talk to us on the screen. It's like, why couldn't we just sit at our desk and watch it on our computer? <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, you like your new job? Yeah, I do actually. Good. Yeah. Good. The company's been treating you good. Mm-hmm. Treating you well. Yeah, yeah, it's been well. Not quite two months. The uh, I guess end of the week it'll be close to two months though. Cool. The eighth. And so. it's like three months for me. Actually, today's yesterday was three months for me. Nice. Today, actually, a bunch of milestones. So, uh, yesterday was the anniversary of me buying my house three years ago. Wow. Today's my dog's birthday. Yesterday was Jeff Gordon's birthday. Yeah, Jeff Gordon's <laughs> birthday. Yesterday. Happy birthday, Jeff Gordon. We know he's listening. And for the ones who look at our Facebook page, you know damn well that was not me that posted <laughs> that on our page. Honestly, I don't even know if you even would remember it. So I was like, even if he did, he's probably not going to post anything. I won't post anything um, just because I won't post anything. But I, I will always for remember Jeff Gordon's birthday because my aunt, who passed away a couple years ago, her birthday is the same day. Oh, gotcha. Yep. But, uh, yeah, I've been posting some stuff on the old uh, NASCAR Diecast Collector Instagram yeah, page. Yeah, Push it here. Here's your chance. Push it to all of our fans listening. Yeah, go go to Instagram and search for NASCAR Diecast Collector. Is that what it is? It I is. NASCAR is. Diecast Collector. Yeah. 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 Um, just been That's posting some stuff on there. Had just let, for the folks who are fans of Lugs and does not like the gas man, that is simply 100% Lugs. That has nothing to do with the gas man. No gas man soapboxes on there. That's true. <laughs> but, yeah, I just post different things. Sometimes it's diecast. Sometimes it's uh, congrats to whoever won the race that week yeah. and fun stats and little things there, here and if, there. If I have not told you, I really do like your page. Um, you, you show the car like the Tyler Reddick one you had this past week. Yeah. 
Um, and you talk a little history about the car and like the race and stuff yeah. like that. So I, I really do like the format of your page. Well, I like it too because what it, it kind of sets up an archive. So like, I don't know, two years if I'm still doing this, I can go back and look at it and be like, just read it right and refresh. Yeah. Like, holy shit, yeah, yeah, he did. Uh, he he raced, you know, Bell and you know whoever else, Chase Briscoe and Algar for the championship. I totally forgot about that. Whatever. So. And uh, do you have a PayPal account? Yes. Tell everybody you're you're in case they want to donate some money for another another diecast for you to get to talk about. <laughs> Nobody's doing that. You never know. People do it all the time. They'll probably just hack it. <laughs> oh god, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Uh, if you're interested in donating to logs, just email us. Wrecking racing at gmail dot com. Yeah, there you go. Send us an email. I'll set up a Patreon and yeah. maybe throw some money uh, to the old podcast too. There you go. That's what we need to do. And we, I mean, honestly, I. I don't want to sound like, you know, we're like hookers or anything, but if you have some money to toss our way, you know, to put a couple dollars on our pants, feel free. We're always buying stuff for the show or have giveaways, stuff like that, and all that comes out of our own pocket. So I don't think people understand, like, the cost that goes into True. equipment, we're not, we're subscriptions. We're not for a handout. Oh, no, not at all. But, I mean, if you want to, we will never say no, and we'd be super appreciative. We do have awesome fans that send us other things. Like- yeah, yeah, I, yeah exactly. and we'll take that, too, if you want to send us a case of beer. <laughs> or, I mean, like, literally, if you want us to try something on the show that you're a fan of, hey, send it to us. We'll try it on the air. I have, I have no qualms against doing that. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, Joseph Adams sent us that, that Toyota, Johnny Benson, Allard Grass Toyota truck. Yeah. That's awesome. Miller gave us toilet paper for our trip yeah, around, true, as a true. prize. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's everything's good, man. I got no complaints. So, we've had a previous sponsors, Manscaped, Tame the Beast. Yeah, I want to reach out to Pit Boss and then, um, Pit Boss should give us something. We've you've bought. A smoker. I've bought a smoker. Our buddy Miller's bought a big ass grill. Yeah, his was the most expensive. Yeah, I mean we've spent we've dropped some coin on some pit boss stuff from this podcast. There, yeah. there needs to be some kind of recognition for yeah. that. Yeah. So if you're listening, pit boss. Yeah, absolutely. Send us. And we're not asking for anything crazy, you know. But if you want to send me like a like a double stack smoker or something <laughs> to try out for you, I, I'd be happy with a couple of koozies. Yeah, you know? I was kidding. Yeah. So um, yeah, some kind of like shirts, koozies, hat, something like that'd be awesome. Yeah, and then bucked up, bucked up energy. Yeah. I want to reach out to them. See, so we can try. I haven't even heard of them, so let's try some of their product. Yeah, they do like some pre workout stuff, which is interesting. Um, they're on, uh, I think, uh, Joe Graff Jr.'s car a couple races in the Xfinity yeah. Series. So, figure why not? So, talking about energy drinks, back when Rowdy came out, I did send an email to Rowdy to ask about trying some of their products. Never heard anything from them. Kyle must be uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> doing the PR there. So Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> I was like, KFP. Either A, they've listened to this podcast and like, fuck this dude that likes Kyle because of Kyle Bush. That's true. You dug your own grave uh, there. I, I did. I did. Or or second is Kyle's running the PR and, and we all know how that works. Um, <laughs> we've experienced it firsthand. KFB. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, let's get this show on the road, shall we? Yeah. If you ever need to reach out to us, wreckingracing at gmail.com. You can also go to our website, check us out. WreckingRacing.com no, <laughs> for our website, WreckingRacing at gmail.com for email correspondence. We love emails. So if you listen to gives, the show, we have a couple of regulars that talk to us pretty frequently. Gives but us some talking points. Yeah. Some of our non-regulars reach out to us, say hi, you know? Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, we got some exciting uh, news. We'll get to that later, but uh, I guess we'll jump in, talk about some New Hampshire. About some New Hampshire. Some lobster <laughs> from Boston. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> uh, Brad Kozlowski wins. Yeah, man, he showed a pretty dominant performance. Yeah. Not like super dominant, but I mean, he was had a really good car. Yeah, I honestly, I kept waiting for the shoe to drop and yeah. Hamlin to go up there and, right, and take right. it from him. Yeah. Uh, but no, I was cool. I was happy to see Brad win it. I was really ready for Kyle to get up there and take it. <laughs> I bet you were. <laughs> I bet you were. You picked him for your fantasy picks, and I think you got a whole, what, one whopping point. <laughs> We're going to talk about that. You bet your ass on that. Uh, but, yeah, man. And then and then he drops the bomb the very next day that gets a contract extension. Do yep. you, did those go hand in hand, or was that just a uh, coincidence? coincidence? I think it went hand in hand. There was so much talk kind of leading up to it, and it kind of – how it, do you but not – But it had been on – it kind of been on simmer, though. It has been, but how do you not extend a guy who's won three races for you? True. And I think there was so much talk in the media – like, how much did you hear about damn contract for this race? And then right after the race, you heard a lot about it, too. So Penske kind of backed up against the wall. Like, what do we do? We have to do something. Mm-hmm. We have to. So I think it was a they, – they were kind of forced to more than it was a coincidence, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, overall, you know, I thought – I thought the, the race was good. There was a good racing product. Seemed I, like there was I, a good amount of passing. Yeah, I really felt like it was one of the better New Hampshire races. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. The probably the best one that I've and seen. And overall in race, quite like a few years racing, it mm-hmm. was really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. high horsepower, low, low downforce. Yeah, you could you could see people on the outside back up the corner and get a run off, and then people on the inside would drive real deep. Yeah, in there and kind of clip the apron. So it was you know good racing package. Uh, Jeff Gluck poll seventy three percent. Yeah, said yes, it was. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I would maybe say a little bit higher, but there's some people who just don't like New Hampshire. Yeah, there's a lot of people who don't think that it probably shouldn't be on the schedule anymore. But you know, a year ago, we all probably kind of agree with you on that. I mean, I've always kind of liked New Hampshire, but it's never been anything exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if we lost the the date there, it wouldn't have been a big deal. But this kind of almost was the best race product of the season so far. For New Hampshire, you're saying? Yeah, I mean, New Hampshire this season, like true racing, this is one of the best products of the season so far, yeah. racing-wise. Um, I mean, other races, of course, have some excitement that probably outdid this. It's sure. The overall product, I think, was one of the better ones. Yeah. How's that Bushlight Apple? Just as tasty as last <laughs> week. <laughs> um It's rough, just too sweet, man. It's too, it's too artificial too, for me, yeah. Yeah, too what? apple uh, rough day for Matt Kenseth. Three cautions. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then said, I'm going to go park it. Probably yeah. a smart move there. Uh, but ooh, no, we had mentioned Kyle Bush. Rough day for him. Um, <laughs> a lot of people had Kyle, man, for the fantasy points. So you yeah, are not alone no there. Yeah, but no one lost as many points as I did looking at the, looking at the list. <laughs> yeah. Well, we were in a pretty tight points battle up, you know, say yeah. third through tenth. So. You know, you have a couple <laughs> stumbles there. You're gonna fall pretty quick, pretty yeah, far. Yeah, literally went from the top of the of the, of the pack to bottom of the pack. <laughs> but yeah, we'll yeah. get to that. Um, but yeah, you know, overall good uh, good showcase of uh, a race at New Hampshire. Any other thoughts there? 
lots of different strategies. You saw like a lot of guys pit when yep. other guys yeah. didn't, get, trying to get on different fuel strategies, tire strategies. Yeah, there was a lot. I mean, there's just a lot of people were taking different grooves or different mm-hmm. paths. There was a lot of strategy. It was just pretty entertaining. I thought that towards the end, um, the racing between Johnson, Reddick, Byron, those guys trying to get that top 10, that was pretty exciting. To what about of, Johnson having the issues again? Yeah, man, uh, just got chopped off by Boyer yeah. and got spun out. I'm going to put that on Boyer, honestly. Um, maybe it was just a racing deal, but I'm going to put that on Boyer over Johnson. So. Yeah, what did Johnson say? Does Boyer not have a bleeping spotter? S- yeah, yeah, so... You know, luckily he rebounded from that. I mean, I think he came home what eleventh, but could have been way worse. Yeah, he should have been like eighth, like right there. That battle you're talking about, right there at the end, the, the Byron, Reddick, and Johnson just kept all switching spots. But saying that, you know, once again, we didn't really see Hendrick show up. We didn't see any Chevy show up. No, we didn't. So, got to be a little bit concerned there. I would think um, six races from the playoff, maybe. But I think things will change this weekend. I think we'll see a sandbagging. I don't say sandbag. I just think the the, the just what tracks plays into their hands, and I don't think New Hampshire is one of them, but I think Michigan is. And well, you know what's crazy though is before the race, Chase Elliott came out and said like, "Hey, if we get out here with a top ten, that's going to be a good day." Um, but you know, he basically said their focus is fully on like Phoenix. He really enjoys yeah. Phoenix, but they can't get Phoenix or they can't get New Hampshire figured out. So if they could get out with a top 10, which I don't remember ultimately where he came at, came home at, but they know like, Hey, this was a throwaway race. It wasn't that important to them. Yeah. And he, I think he even said that was like his worst track. So, um, um, yeah. And then that, that kind of leads us into uh, New Hampshire this weekend, got a double header. So cup Michigan race this weekend. What did I say? New Hampshire. Oh, whoops. Yeah. Uh, Michigan this weekend, doubleheader, sorry. Uh, Saturday and Sunday, we got a truck race Friday and an Xfinity race Saturday. So um, lots of races this week. Yeah. Weekend. Um, any other takeaways before we move on to? No, I just, I, again, I just thought it was one of the better races. Kind of a quiet weekend. We didn't, it was. We didn't have Xfinity, no Xfinity or truck race. Yeah. Um, so, okay. We'll we'll jump into some news. We got some, some bigger news. We already uh, mentioned Brad's, uh, re-signing with Pinsky, which, what did they, was it through 2021? Yeah. So I'm glad you brought that up. Here's my take. It is literally a placeholder for Cindric. Daddy? It is a one year deal. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, yes, it is. But you're going to put Keselowski on a one-year deal? I say that because Cindric's dad is, it's what, the CEO? Some sort of yeah. higher-up at, yeah. at Penske. Yeah. Um, so, yes, very interesting there. And, again, it's like it just sets off the rumors of does the Benedetto leave and they move Cindric to the 21, which is an alliance with – with uh, we'll just jump fully jump into a silly season here. Yeah, but, it might as well. Uh, yeah. You know, does that set uh, the set the place for Cindric to sit in the twenty one and have that alliance with Pinsky until twenty twenty two? Yeah, we really don't know, right? I mean, it, it, this it's all speculation. Yeah, it is all speculation, and every time we think we have a feel of something, we get it turned on our head. Yeah. Uh, but I honestly just feel like that this is Pinsky had to do something because Brad had three wins. This is what they did, and they literally gave him bare minimum. Yeah. And to further that, um, we hear this week that Bob Levine yep. is going to be selling LFR. Selling to who? 
Well, there's speculation there. No, it's but come the out now. Front runner is Spire. Yeah, right? I think they've pretty much confirmed it now that it's Spire. I don't think they've confirmed it, but it's. So let's it's, just let's it's just say it. Let's just call. pretend it's Spire. Okay. Okay. So Spire <laughs> Spire's buying LFR. LFR, a mid-running pack car with high pack. Mid. I would say mid. Would you? Okay. Yeah, I would say mid-pack car with the capability of being higher placing with the Joe Gibbs Alliance. And then you have Spire. So is there still going to be an alliance there? I, I doubt it. You have Spire, who is a last placeholder, taking it over. So we're losing a semi-competitive car. Chris Bell's had a couple decent runs this season. Yeah, yeah. How many runs will you say that about Spire's car? Exactly. And I think I don't think Spire's going to capitalize. See, on I thought you were talking about Spire being a being a middle pack. No, car. no, 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 no. Bob Levine. Okay, yeah, yeah. that LF, I agree LFR, with. LFR, yeah. but Spire is not. No, no, absolutely not. No. So my point is, is that you're taking a car that could be semi-competitive, top ten, fifteens to thirtieth. It's a money grab. It has to be. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Is he, I mean, do you think Bob is just tired of it? Tired of the politics? He got, you know, hit pretty hard last last year when he kicked out the Benedetto for Bell. He, um, did, I think it's more than that. I th- honestly think it's so financially related because of uh, his. He, I think he came out and even said that this pandemic has caused a huge impact to his construction company that was fronting the money for LFR. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it's comes down to you just can't can't continue to pay out pocket for it. And I mean, Furniture Row was very vocal about that. Yeah, I just the business model of NASCAR is we've gotten who it's could bring money expensive. to the table too damn expensive. It is rent and, is too damn high. Yeah, and, and Keselowski even talked about with his ride is that you have drivers bringing money to the table to buy their rides. Mm-hmm. And now people are losing their rides, not based on talent, based on who can buy their ride. That green. Yep, exactly. Um, which, speaking of Spire, did you see that they are running a 74 car this weekend? A 74 car? Yes. I did not. So get get this. It's a real life but fictional car. So you know Kevin James's Netflix uh, show that he's doing, the we, one we where he's like a disgruntled uh, crew chief, crew chief or, or something, something yeah. for NASCAR. Yeah, so it has to do with that show. Um, so it's not even gonna have um, the actual driver's like name on it. It's gonna have whoever the driver is gonna be in this fictional Netflix show on the car. Like NASCAR has allowed it. It's very weird. Kind of like what they it's did on, Days of Thunder almost? Basically, yeah. It's on Toby Christie's website if you want to go look at the details or I'll share it on our Facebook later. But very bizarre. The sponsor on it, well, it's, it's fake. Uh, so it's not really sponsored, but it's called Fake Steak. Okay, okay, hold on a second. <laughs> I seen fake steak, and I thought that I didn't look into it. I just assumed it was another, like, uh, one of those uh, Beyond Beef or whatever <laughs> yeah, things. Yeah, it wouldn't make sense, right? Yeah, I'm like, I even thought to myself, huh, that's actually kind of a catchy name. And I was like, I guess if you want to get out there and get your name at least a little recognized, doing an NASCAR race would help. I, I looked at that. I didn't read the story. I just seen that, and I was making all these speculations. Yeah, so the show is called The Crew, which is supposedly supposed to come out on Netflix in 2021. But, yeah, so you're 
I don't know how much camera time obviously they'll get this weekend or if they'll sh- they'll showcase or highlight any of that information, but interesting nonetheless yeah. and, and Spire related. So I had to mention that. Huh. So let's talk about Spire real quick. What is your thoughts about a marketing agency that represents multiple drivers in this series owning a car? Well, we've kind of talked about this before. Yeah, but let's go a little further in depth. Conflict of interest or no? I mean... It has to be. It is, but at the same time, it's... I mean, they've got that charter, right? That's uh, that's a moneymaker. It, it is. And that's the, I mean, that's the whole thing that they're doing there. So, unfortunately, I mean, I see both sides of it, right? You're, it's a business model, um, and they're just trying to... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's... It just seems weird that you are competing against the people... That, that you, you signed? are representing. Yeah. You are bringing in you're sponsors also such a to backwater. other teams <laughs> and you're competing against them. Are you, though? I mean, I, I mean, technically, yes. I mean, they technically, are. Technically, yes. I mean, they did win at Daytona. That's a valid point. It's a valid won point. Won the biggest stages they, they won at. So, technically, because yeah. Because of they, uh, Lightning. Yeah. Y- yes, yes. <laughs> But yeah, no, I mean I get it, but at the same time, they're all just doing it for that. Yeah, it is. Mula mula. So Mula Mula. Mula Mula. <laughs> mula Mula. Um, I'll let you share the next one a little bit of news from uh, from our buddies at uh MBM. Yeah, um so You I, actually got the scoop on this. Yeah, before. I actually knew about this before it was announced, um, uh, but obviously I wasn't gonna say anything. Our buddy Ryan was actually supposed to come on the show tonight, but some stuff came up actually regarding this. So he had it canceled for tonight, so we're bringing in another special guest tonight. Uh, but anyway, uh, Jesse Wooji. What? Can't wait for our guest. It's going to be interesting, yeah. yeah. So we'll get to our guest in a little bit. His name's Matt Burroughs. He's on the... I don't even know how to even say the website. It's tubbin.com or thebin.com. Anyway, I'll let him announce it and talk about it here after a while. Uh, a little bit of NASCAR, a little bit of other stuff. Feel free to check it out. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'm intrigued. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, so I was talking to Ryan yesterday. He was bummed he couldn't make tonight's episode to talk to us because he had a special project he's working on. Uh, but anyway, he couldn't make it because they were actually having a meeting tonight with Jesse Wujay for driving the road, car at Road America, and it's going to be um, probably rest of the season or most of the rest of the season. As well, and there is talks of him being an NBC uh, reporter like from inside in, the car. In car. Yep, that's cool. And uh, is he just gonna kind of take over for Chad then, or that I don't know. I don't know the specifics on what which car he's taking over. Gotcha. Maybe Stephen Light. I, I don't know. Cool. Well, hopefully, get some eyeballs on that team and puts them in a yeah in a good light. Yeah, we. I mean, we like NBM. They're a smaller team, but they've always treated us great. Yeah, we met Jesse when we were at uh, Charlotte last yeah. May. Was that last May, 2019? Yep. So, yeah, um, good guy. Um, let's see here. Speaking of um, which, Alex LeBay, <laughs> trying to get some uh, practice for the upcoming Daytona Road Course, <laughs> got got caught red-handed. Uh, yeah, said so he was said he was practicing for like what SCCA yeah, course SCCA, or something. Yeah, and but he was in his. In the Xfinity car. You look at the car. It's the freaking Xfinity car. Yeah. With duct tape numbers on the side. Yeah. 
uh, got caught and is going to pay dearly for that. The team's paying, what, 50 grand, and he's paying 75 driver's points uh, in the championship. So, I mean, not that that's really going to have any impact because he's not yeah. far up to be contending for the championship. But, you know, I would think from an owner's, owner's standpoint, season, I mean, that's going to that's gonna hit the pocketbook too because yeah. that's a, almost two races. But let's be honest. They knew what the fuck they were doing. Yeah, they knew. They knew what they were hoping doing. hoping they weren't going to get caught. Yeah, they knew what they were doing. Um, no fans at the Indy 500, man. Yeah, I mean it's a little disappointing. I mean Penske came out and said no fans, no race. We were uh, kind of optimistic, cautiously optimistic earlier when they you know bumped it from May to August. Uh, hey, you know well, we hope to have fans. Uh, if anything, you know we'll be twenty five to fifty percent capacity. And then um, obviously with Corona kind of resurging, they came out yesterday or the day before and said not gonna happen no fans so kind of sucks but at least they're still having the race yep uh did you hear at the uh daytona road race that uh they're gonna be adding a chicane i did i don't really i guess they're worried about too much speed i guess coming out of that corner and then going on that short straight straight away i don't know i don't really like the thought of it but i'll hold my reservations till i see it yeah but we're all going to see it the first time at the same time because there's no practice and no qualifying. It's going to be a shit show. I think it will be, man. I think it will be. I mean, dude, think about, so so think about the first Roval practice. Do you remember how many cars yeah. crashed? Oh, yeah, in the practice. That was, was practice. Yeah, it was like the cars constantly in that one turn would just smash. Exactly. So you're going to have these guys unload cars and sight unseen on this track just have at it crazy they all be all should be very cautious is all i can say and i hope they have a very like early competition caution because uh they're gonna need it um brett moffitt's driving a jimmy johnson throwback did you see that car i did and that truck i should say it does look good i like it it. the what 23 yep but it's a blue and silver yellow numbers looks good throwback to his 2007 uh championship scheme i like it a lot so um I did see some uh, mock-ups. It's not been confirmed, but some mock-ups of Hendrick, of uh, like Bowman, Byron, and, and Elliott with their paint schemes mm-hmm. mocked up into like some of Jimmy's you know championship right. schemes. I hope those come to fruition. It looks good. They they are it, they look good. I hope I hope yeah. they come to fruition for uh, Darlington or oh, hell. Maybe I don't even, care where. Maybe but, Phoenix last yeah. race of the season to honor yeah. him. Something yeah. Doubt would be in the championship race that they would, but maybe. Yeah. Because, you know, I would think from a sponsor standpoint, they'll probably want their own unique sure. visual schemes for that. But, um, you know, hopefully we'll see it for Darlington. Yeah. Uh, and I'm surprised we haven't seen more schemes being released with Darlington only being six we, races away. Exactly. We, we've And not. I say six races, but it's actually less than that because the doubleheader at Michigan, we got a doubleheader at Dover. We got the Daytona Road Course in between there, and then bookend it with uh, Daytona actual road up, uh, and then playoff start. Yeah, and then basically, yeah. So I mean, yeah, there's six races there, but that's technically in four weeks. Yeah. So um, we did see. I did see today. Matt De Benedetto th- has his 21 throwback that was announced, hmm. um, and then also what's what's the throwback to? I didn't see it. Uh, let me pull it up here. It was. An old, like old, old, old um, 
1963 Daytona 500 win and championship. Uh, so English Motors, and it's got a picture of Marvin Finch. Okay. Marvin Finch or Panch? I can't. Rem- I can't really read the name on the car, but um, it's not bad looking. It's kind of like a cream and oh yeah, okay. two tone red. Yeah. Uh, but that was announced, I think, today or yesterday. And then um, Daniel Hemmick's running a throwback in Xfinity to oh, the John, John Andretti. Andretti. Yeah, I did see that one. So kind of cool there. So they're starting to trickle out, but I th- I just kind of thought there would yeah. be more by now. Um, but yeah, uh, other news. Let's see. Did you see Chase Elliott's running another Mountain Dew scheme this weekend? I did not. It looks very similar to the one he ran earlier this year, uh, except for it's got a huge white box right behind the front tires. So the whole car's green, and a white box right behind the front tires, and it says something to do with Chevy. It's not Chevy accessories, but something to do with Mm. Chevrolet. Okay. Which kind of looks out of place, but... Yeah, interesting. You know, whatever. Yeah, give, I, didn't, I didn't see it. Give Lionel the chance to sell <laughs> a bunch more diecast. Um, yeah. We got a little bit more silly season to talk about. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it came out this week that Bubba Wallace, they've... They, as in Richard Pay Motorsports, has offered him a potential like, part ownership to stay with the team. <laughs> Pass so, on that. So okay, you have Bubba partial ownership. There's also rumors he could be going to Ganassi to take over the 42 car, which is ironic in itself, or to Hendrick take. Why over is the that ironic? Because they take over for Kyle Larson. Technically, I mean Ken is filling in right now, but you have Kyle Larson saying the N word getting fired, and then next season it's going to be Bubba Wallace, okay. the only black guy. That's I thought you were going with it, but yeah, I, was I mean it's sorry. ironic, and and if that happens, it happens. You know, I don't. Have I, I think 42 is a better fit than the 48 for Bubba myself. Um, so, okay, let me put it this way, Lugs. I'm going to pitch you on the spot here. Okay. 48 car. I'm not, I'm not asking about his performance right now. I'm just talking about overall. Do you consider it a championship contending car? And taking this year's performance out of it? I'm, I mean, I'm not taking. I'm not talking about performance at all. Let's just let's just say you know Hendrick, their team operation. Are they going to do everything they can to be a championship team? Absolutely. Or are they okay sitting to the side, Hell being no. a mediocre team? Hell no. Okay, I, I exactly. I agree with you. Bubba Walsh, is he a championship caliber driver? At this moment, am in I time? asking good or bad? I'm saying championship level. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to define because he's not been in the equipment, so I don't I don't know. I'm not worried about him being in the equipment. Do you think he's a good enough driver to be a, considered a championship driver? Yeah, you do. I don't. I don't think he's that good. I think he's good. I don't think he's great. But how do you know if he's not been in good enough equipment to showcase his talents? Uh, well, he has been in that equipment in lower levels and has not done so. He was in Roush equipment whenever he was in the Xfinity. Okay, how about trucks? What about it? Kyle Busch Motorsports. He had a couple wins. Couple wins, championship caliber. But was he in it for the full season? I, I to me, he's still not proven himself. To, I mean, okay, has he won a championship at any level? I mean, he's he stepped into the truck race, few truck races, you know, and just. But do you ever contend for championships that you know of in legends? No, I don't. I couldn't tell you that. 
So, nor do I know what equipment he was in. But I'm just saying, I mean, look at Alex Bowman. Everybody said he was just a back backwater guy, right? And look at him now. I mean, he's got two wins and yeah. But do you consider him a championship? Contending. I don't know if I consider him a championship driver. Hmm. It's debatable. I mean, he isn't in, in top equipment. He's in a, a ride equivalent to that 48. So I don't know. It should it's a, be. It's a loaded, it be. It's a loaded question. I, I don't think so. I I think. If I am a Hendrick, and I'm looking at pure talent to go into a car that I consider a championship car, and I have all these people out there in front of me that I can choose from, I can cherry pick whoever I want, why would I pick Bubba? I mean, what if you were in his position, why would you pick Bubba? If I was Hendrick? Yeah, if you had of know, all the could be cost savings. I, I guess, but if you're going for cost savings, you might want well to consider yourself not a championship caliber team. I don't know. I'm not Rick Hendricks, so I can't <laughs> tell you that. You're just doing everything you can to avoid the question. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what you want me to say, dude. I just want you to agree with me that Bubba is not a bad driver, but he's not worthy of the 48. And I'm not saying that either, but I can't tell you that he's not a, a championship caliber driver. Because hey, I don't know. He's never shown anything to me to make me think he is. So I'm just going to assume he's not. Right. How about but that? That's a lot of it's equipment related. Well, it it is a lot of equipment related. So therefore, Jimmy Johnson is a horrible fucking driver, and he only won because of Chad and Allison's equipment. <laughs> no, right? Not necessarily. <laughs> These are all loaded questions, man. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, I again, I, I I think of all the talent options out there. If I was Hendrick, I, I don't see why I would choose Bubba unless there was no other option. I know who I would pick. Who would you pick? Tyler Reddick. Yeah, exactly. I, mean, I would buy out his contract from RCR and, and put him in there. Hands down. He has proven you himself. You should write a letter. Oh, why would I write a letter? <laughs> Just voicing your uh, support. No, that's what this show's for. <laughs> oh, almost spilled your bush light apple. Careful. Oh, what a shame. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know that. Or, uh, okay, so let me, I'll turn the tables on you, though. Sure. So, it, you know, anybody that's up for, which, you know, that could be Gregson, that could be Cindric, that could be Briscoe, anybody in Xfinity, and then, you know, open agents in Cup Series, who would you put right now in the 48 for 22? 21. I almost forgot what you were in. Out of anybody, Reddick. Now, on my short list, I would have Reddick or Briscoe on my short list. Um, going to my next level, I'm looking at Jones, maybe Gregson. No De Benedetto. Not at those other guys who are available. Not at no those other, joy. Not no, not those other guys who are available. Now if I'm just choosing on pure talent. Next tier is where you get into Matt D, Bubba, uh, maybe LaJoy. even Corey LaJoy. Yeah. yeah. Now that's just pure driving talent. Do I want someone who's going to represent my brand well? That changes that completely. Yeah. No. I mean, I don't. I think all of those guys would represent a brand well. Honestly, I, I think they would all they do. All, they're all very kind I, of. I. I. I yes. Same but level. I, I, but. Gregson has a little bit of a of a yeah black party, eye in that party boy 
yeah and you know kind of view like how people view him so i would still stick with reddick yeah no i don't disagree there um so anyway so let me let me, let me back this question up a little bit okay let's just say back it up let's just say okay, so now up. we know brad's off the table okay we know Levine's shutting down. Who's going to be driving that twenty or that uh, ninety-five car now? For Spire? Yeah. Who do, Who do you think will be driving that? I mean, I just speculation. Know. Probably like a Garrett or JJ somebody. Yelly. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. So we have to assume it's not going to be one of the big names, like a Chris Bell that's already in mm-hmm. it, right? We have mm-hmm. to assume that. Where's Chris Bell going? I think they have to put him in the twenty. Uh, what's his contract like? I mean, is he under contract with Toyota or, or Joe Gibbs? Is he subleased to Bob Levine? Like, what's? I think he was signed straight out by Bob Levine with the anticipation of, of you know, are are could it be a situation where you know we see Hendricks snake another person? Which I hold on, I've kind of thought that like too. Byron. I mean, that's yeah, I very very well could be, but I don't think Joe Gibbs will allow that to happen, and I think Jones is going to be the fall. They already guy. let it happen with Byron. Well, okay, to an extent, yes. Yes, they did. But they've been burned so many times. And Gregson. They've been burned so <laughs> many times that I, I think they'll do everything they can to keep Bell, which means Jones, because they have a car. They do have a car for him. It's not like they don't have equipment that he can just throw his way. They do have an open ride. Well, that that's, that's kind of loaded, too. I mean, Jones was talking about, contract negotiations saying he was close to signing and that but the has, wall was coming back. Right. But and then has, we never heard any more about exactly. it. Exactly. No extension's been done yet, so therefore it's still an open right. There needs to be a big domino fall, and I think it'll be, I don't know, maybe end of August, September. It'll have to be before too long, I would think. There's just a lot of places or a lot of pieces that fit together. Mm-hmm. And I think the next big piece to this puzzle is that 20 car. Well, and, and not only that, though, is, is you know, let's say – Let's say if a big domino fell, like hit, like Reddick went to Hendrick, who would step in the eight car? Yeah, exactly. That's it, something we haven't talked about. Is Jones available? I mean, that's, <laughs> there's so many pieces put together. But yeah, so so if if Bell goes to twenty and Jones goes to, he's a free agent. Reddick goes to the forty-eight. Does Jones go into the eight? Do they pull in someone else for the eight? Do does. <laughs> It's could, interesting. Could Matt, we love Matt, silly season. Yeah. Could Matt D go to the eight and Jones go to the twenty one? I could see that. But why would they put him in the twenty one and they can pull Cindric up? I see them pulling Cindric. Placeholder. Placeholder until uh, like a one year contract? Yeah, placeholder until you know Brad moves and, out or And we I don't haven't know, even talked uh, we we in this whole discussion we're having right now, we're not even discussing the possibility of Stuart Haas. Well, it's because we know the lineup there. Do we? It's going to be... No, honestly, I, I'm, I'm messing with you. I, I don't know, man. I thought Boyer would have announced something by now if he wasn't going to yeah. come back next year. Are they pulling in Larson? So, so I mean, it's got to be, it's gotta be yeah. him or, or Briscoe, right? Or both? Well, so... If so Almirola gets who pulled you out, out? You're kicking out Almirola yeah, and, and Boyer? Yeah, where's... So, then you're going to keep Boyer's retiring. Almirola goes to the Spire car. I don't think so, but dude, there's so many. It gets so like confusing. Your your mind wants to just blow up I your don't head know thinking if about. I this see shit. Clint Boyer just riding off like uh, uh, Paul Menard, Carl Edwards, and just yeah. sayonara. I'm done. 
I'm going to do broadcasting now. I mean, maybe, but I just... So, I don't think Boyer wants to retire, but when his contract's not renewed... And he's just not performing, He's sitting there man. holding the bag. I like Boyer. What's, what's he going to do? Either announce retirement or, or not, right? Like, what do you see him racing another car? Do you see him going back to RCR? <laughs> put put him in the eight. I don't see that happening. I'm not not that I'm against. Or it. bring the thirty one back. There you go. But yeah, we don't. Three miss. and thirty one. Does 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 uh, Ty Dillon go to the eight? He's contracts up. Ty Dillon go to the eight and opens up Jermaine for like Almarola or something. I don't know. I could almost see Almarola at RCR in like the eight. Yeah, thirty one. I don't know, dude. Wouldn't it be interesting to see Almarola in the eight? Because he was with DEI before, right? But in the one car. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So it just seemed like the I just thought in my mind the whole DEI connection there, but was he in the one? Or was he in the eight? Hell, I don't remember, man. He may have been in the eight after Dell Jr. left. I don't know. I'd have to research it. I don't remember that. Um, Hold on, you don't remember that? Just uh, need did you say my memory is better than yours? No, I definitely <laughs> did not say that. Uh, we don't know if your statement's even true. So uh, we just need one do- one little domino to fall. I want to say a little domino, big domino. Well, the w- one little domino can make all the rest of the dominoes fall. Yeah. So let's go on to fantasy. Let's get our fantasy knocked out before our caller calls in. Well, hold on. Okay. Uh, one last thing here. Did you see the SRX car? Yeah, it's hideous. You don't like it? I don't like the wing on the back. I don't know if that's a hundred percent. I the front of the car looks fine to me. It's the it's that back wing I don't like. Yeah, I don't know if that's a hundred percent confirmed. I think Ray's toying with some people. Yeah, a little but bit to, I don't know. Get, did he? Did you see what he posted? That he absolutely wants it. Well, it harkens back to some of the other the racing series that have been pretty popular and successful so i mean i don't know i would like to i would like to see what it looks like in person but that would help as of the the cartoonish renderings i've seen i've not been too much of a fan of it yeah well i mean we're they're running out of time right it's next summer yep. i mean you'd think you'd have a car in development now if it's not in development yet you're kind of behind the eight ball in my opinion yeah you think so because you got to build how many yeah. I mean, all of these specs, if you're going to have, what, 20 teams or 15 teams at that point, uh, I mean, that's a lot of freaking cars. So yeah. I feel like they know more than they're leading on or have more figured out than what they're what they're sharing. Yep. Um, real quick, and last thing before we go into fantasy and, and get our um, guest on here. So current breakdown on points around the cutoff, right? So... Right now, Boyer's in. He's plus 43, and Matt D's plus 40. Byron is plus 15. Uh, and then on the flip side, right out in 17th, you've got Reddick minus 15, Johnson minus 25, and then Jones minus 31 points. Six races left. Obviously, you got two unknowns with Dayton, both Daytona courses there. Who, What flipping and flopping do you see there, if any? Oh, I see maybe Reddick getting in, Byron out. Okay. I... You know, Byron has not been vocal about him not performing, but he's been with strategy getting close to top tens or right at top tens the last few weeks, but that's not going to cut it if... No, I agree, yeah. And, and here's the thing, dude, Daytona, any any one of these guys can win, and it's mm-hmm. going to kick somebody mm-hmm. kick somebody out of the yeah. top 16. So 
I'm excited, man. I'm excited for these next six races to see what happens and fell out our uh, our brackets. It's going to be interesting. I mean, uh, even Kyle's on the bubble, kind of. What's he, like 100 points out? Uh, Actually, I got. I can look here. I don't see that happening. I, don't, I mean, that would have to be extreme. I'm just saying that's the closest he's been to being out pretty much probably since the chase started. True. Um, wow, get this. Kyle is behind his brother, Kurt, in, in the points, point settings. So uh, Kyle's got a 94-point cushion. Uh, Kurt's got 112. And then step down from there, that's uh, Clint, the Benedetto, and Byron. So, yeah, almost 100 points. So, I, you know, he, he'll be fine, I think. Um, all right, let's talk about fantasy. Fantasy. You had a real good weekend. Shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> all right, let me get them pulled up here. I'll run through them real quick, and then we'll make our picks for Michigan. All right, in the lead, we've got Jessica Mueller. 1,560 points. That's all going to go away in six weeks or six races. Daniel Cameron moving up big to second place. Moves up three spots, 1,422. Uh, Donna Mitchell slides back one. Actually, she technically she's tied with Daniel uh, for second place. They're both at four, 1,422 points. Jeff Stainhook moves up three spots to fourth with 1,417. Um, I move up to a tie with Miller. Uh, I move up three spots, so me and Miller are tied with 1,372 points in fifth place. Gordon Carr slides back to seventh place. Uh, Our favorite Canadian. He fell back three spots with 1,370. He said it's only because we're the only Canadians we know. Him and Don are the only Canadians that we know. Oh, yeah? So, yeah, that's not true. <laughs> uh, gas Man in eighth uh, 13, I'm tied for third. Thirteen sixty four. No, and that's after all that crap talking you did last week. That's what, that's what happened there. Karma. I didn't, I didn't crap. We talk even anything. talked about what karma was on the show, <laughs> and it got you. Uh, so you're in eighth place, but you're right there, thirteen sixty four. So I mean, you're literally eight points from climbing back up to fifth. Wade. Oh, sorry, almost skipped Eddie. Eddie's in ninth, thirteen fifty. Wade. In 10th, 1309. Tyler Ellington, 11th, 1289. Eric Stewart moving up one spot, 1276 in 12th. Joseph Adams sliding back one, 1243 in 13th. Mike Stewart moves up two to 14th with 1238. John Elliott stays in 15th with 1236. Joe Schlasky fell back two spots with 1215. Bobby Peters uh, still in 17th, 12.05, so he's only 10 points out of his next spot. And Tracy Lee here is 18th with 1,041 points. So Tracy's uh Broke 1,000. <laughs> that is true. About a thousand, uh, about a hundred and some odd points back from, from anybody. She needs, <laughs> she needs some help there, Gasp. So how'd she do this past week? Who'd she have? Uh, you've got the points pulled up. I don't oh. know. Uh, I think she had Chase and Truex, maybe. She didn't have a bad week, uh, if I remember correctly. Okay, for once. Someone may have coached her a little she, bit. I think she got more points than you did. <laughs> I think most everybody got more points than I did. Even even John Elliott. So send us your picks for Michigan, uh, just like we did for the doubleheader uh, a few weeks ago at Pocono. 
we're going to do just for you folks that are listening to this. Yeah, we're not posting this anywhere. We're not posting this. Uh, if you're listening to this, send us your three drivers for the whole weekend, and we're going to take your top two performers. So you get to drop your lowest test grade, basically. The driver that doesn't perform will will drop out of both of the races. Okay, so let's say you pick uh, Harvick, Truex, and Logano, which are going to be my picks, just throwing that out there. <laughs> uh, and, and Harvick crashes Saturday, but wins Sunday. Uh, he We would drop his on Saturday, and then whoever performed worse on Sunday out of those three, we would drop them. So, Yeah, sounds like a good plan. If not, if you don't participate in that, then you're stuck with two drivers all weekend. Yep. Exactly. So just a little bonus for you folks that listen to us and are dedicated to us. We appreciate it. Um, so again, Logano, Truex, Harvick, those are my picks. Diversifying, I got Gibbs, Pinsky, and Stuart Haas covered this weekend. Who you got, Gasman? Uh, I am taking uh, the Michigan native, Brad K. Okay, I thought about him as well. Yep, Harvick. Okay. And Chase. Ooh, wow, you're really going out there with the Chevy. Well, Chase has the highest average of all active drivers in like the last like four races at Michigan. Yeah, I just don't know, man. He's so hot and cold. He he scares me. But, you know, you get to get to drop one, so it's kind of takes the takes the uh danger away from it a little bit, right? Yep. Okay. All right, folks. Well, uh, we'll have our guest uh, come on here in just a second. Yep. Any last, any last words? No. Uh, at gmail.com If you need to reach out to us for anything or just to talk, um, good luck. Uh, I hope you all lose points to me this week. <laughs> and uh, so we'll have on our our guest speaker Matt Burrows, and uh, listen to his interview. It'll be interesting, and uh, let him say what website he is because I don't know how it's pronounced. So. All right, we'll talk to you folks next week. Listen to this interview. Hey, folks, we are uh, welcoming Matt Burroughs to the show. Uh, Matt is a writer, and I will let him give an introduction. Uh, so tell us your website. We'll go ahead and get that out of the way um, and tell people about yourself. Sure. So uh, my name is Matt Burroughs. I'm the head writer for Taben.com. We're a pop culture website. We cover a lot of different things, book reviews, Mountain Dew, uh, some sports stuff, but we have been getting a lot more into NASCAR. I'm a lifelong NASCAR and racing guy, so finally starting to able to, to write about that kind of thing is, uh, has been good. So I'm very excited to be on this podcast today. Thanks, yeah, man. We yeah, appreciate thanks. it. I, I did see a Mountain Dew brownie recipe on there a little bit ago. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot of fun to make. <laughs> so it's pronounced Tebbin? Yeah, it's... Uh, old school internet speak it's like the ben but spelled wrong i guess to be edgy i, I don't know <laughs> okay, uh, gotcha. the guy that the guy that's founded the website and still is the editor for it is a uh, is named ben so. okay okay nice. so t-e-h-b-e-n.com that's us and right. how, how many people how many writers do you have or contributing to the site so we have oh gosh i think we have five now okay um so it's yeah, including one that we just brought on, uh, Deb Broadwater. She's uh, she's actually almost exclusively going to be a NASCAR writer for us. So we actually have two oh, okay. uh, racing people in, in the fold now. Wow, that's rare to have a job place with more than one NASCAR fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Good deal. Well, tell us a little bit, uh, kind of how you got into NASCAR, I guess, and yeah. um, you know how how that led into what you're doing now. Sure. So I'm, you know, probably a fourth or fifth generation race fan at this point. Um, never really been in the business of it, or you know, on the track for the for much, but uh, it's been a part of my life constantly. I grew up on local dirt tracks, and obviously NASCAR being on TV every weekend on ESPN back in the early '90s. That was that's what I looked forward to every, you know, pretty much every Sunday. And really, it's just kind of been my thing ever since. I, you know, I'm kind of a smart ass, kind of a snarky asshole, basically. <laughs> um, so when I started writing for the internet. A lot of that had to be about stuff that maybe I wasn't as full into uh, as much as something like NASCAR. Um, but then once the opportunity came up to start writing about it, it's just kind of where it, where it's been. Last couple years, it feels like to me there's been a lot more opportunity for people to get unique opinions in there, whether that's good, bad, or indifferent. A lot of it's not just about who's winning on Sunday anymore. It's a lot of other stuff going on that's that's good for commenting on. Yeah, that is that is true. It's always some something going on. Yeah. Always. So growing up, who who was your driver? Who'd you follow? Uh, Dale Earnhardt was was the man. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yep. He well he won his sixth championship when I turned six. He won his seventh when I turned seven, and then I hated Jeff Gordon because he won it <laughs> in what should have been the eighth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the the mats unite. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm a big Earnhardt Senior fan. Uh, Lugs over here is a big Gordon fan. We've had this debate on the show many, many, many times. I want you to clarify it. Senior's much better than Gordon. Yeah, I mean that's that's, that's what I, I, feel I hear. Some I mean, hesitance <laughs> there. I heard a lot of hesitance there. Well, uh, I've come to respect Jeff Gordon a lot more in my adulthood. Yeah, uh, especially when he was when he was grinding out towards the end of his career, and he was still doing really well despite you know, his age or what or what have you. And then what he's what he's done and commentary now i've been pretty impressed with so i got i got a lot more respect for him now than i did when i was six that's for sure sure, sure. <laughs> right, it's, it's right. funny how you get older and your views and things I think like that i'm even guilty of that you are and you've admitted it but yeah. i'm the same way man like you know i never disliked dale jr but obviously i with the rivalry that rivalry that i have with matt it kind of yeah. made me not dislike Junior, but root against him yeah. a little bit. But, you know, towards the end of his career, same thing. Like, I know how good he was for the sport, and especially now that he's in the booth. Like, I, I love Dale Jr. now, but it's like, you know, earlier, especially Dale Earnhardt when he was a rival to Gordon yeah, on the yeah. track. Like, yeah. I, I totally get it. It's funny uh, because that's how Lugs and I actually met is that we were in sixth grade together, and he would wear Jeff Gordon stuff. I would wear Dale Senior stuff, and we basically – we're like, F you, your driver sucks. <laughs> and that's how we became friends. <laughs> Love that. So uh, what was the first race you ever went to? That's a good question. I, it had to have been at Dover because all, all of my races have been at Dover. It uh, wasn't really until I was probably 12 or 13 at the earliest, maybe in a couple of years after that, started going to Bush Series races. And I think my first cup race would have been – the year's going to escape me, but I know Ryan Newman won by a mile back when he was still driving the, the Alltel car for Penske. So that was okay. like 2002 or something yeah, around that yeah. time frame? Yeah. Oh, oh. 
yeah. all of my live appearances at tracks were dirt tracks and that was just what ate up all the time and, and money so it was yeah. sure. NASCAR was yeah. kind of a an afterthought as far as going to it sure, okay. sure. Uh, so are you in the northeast now or yeah actually i live in salisbury maryland so about an hour from dover okay um, and honestly this whole this whole covid thing is making me want to go to more tracks and now that i can't go to tracks <laughs> i want to go to other tracks even more now <laughs> yeah it uh i just throwing it out there. If you're gonna be writing about NASCAR, it um the, the doors do open for you the chance to go to other tracks whenever we're actually back to normal circumstances. Uh, even us dumbasses here got a media passes to Bristol <laughs> once, so if we can do it, there's your ticket, man. <laughs> just be consistent. Be yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, we just. You'll get told no a lot, but you'll get told yes a couple of times, and that's what it takes. Get your foot in the door and start making those connections and stuff. Have you had a chance to interview any drivers or, uh, like, a PR people, talk to them or anything? Yeah, actually, my first industry interview would have been with Blake Cook the year that he was supposed to be getting back into racing when he, was, when he did the filter time thing, and that was going to, like, fund the deal with Johnny Davis. And then that fell through after the whole Ross Chastain, D.C. solar debacle. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I, I did interview Blake Cook for that. And I met a lot of, you know, that was a really good conversation about, and I was really excited about how he was going to kind of change the sport about bringing your own sponsor into the, into racing to back you. And it and this kind of fell apart from there. But yeah, that was, that was my first one. And then recently, we've been getting a lot more stuff now that Deb is writing for us. She... Yeah, she's much better at the at the schmoozing end than I am, apparently. But we've had uh, the article we just released this week about female voices in NASCAR. Uh, we had a couple driver, we had Joe Graff Jr., Tommy Joe Martins, a couple media people, uh, Bob Levine, uh, and actually, and we actually got some people to send us statistics from NASCAR itself. So that was we're, nice. We're slowly making connections. Yeah, yeah, it, it happens. So. You know, we've learned that the actual NASCAR community is a very welcoming, great community. Uh, the only issue we've ever ran into was the media personnel at Bristol were a bunch of asshats. Really? Yeah, and that's one place I didn't expect that. So, yeah. well, like the regular, like the tr- the regular traveling media people, or is it like the in-house? Um, the in- the in-house uh, people that ran the whole Bristol, I guess Bristol employees itself. Yeah. Oh, okay. The actual national media wasn't bad. I know they talked to like Jeff Gluck and them. They're they're all pretty cool. It was just it was just the way they treated us because we're a podcast. The actual like track people. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they were just kind of like, "Why are you here?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cuz I applied and you approved me. That's why. Yeah, exactly. So it's like yeah, deal with it. You approved it. Yeah. Oh, well, but we got some great interviews at that time, stuff like that. So it's awesome. Uh So Besides the whole NASCAR tidbit on your website, we've seen a, several other type of uh, it's quite a mixed bag. Yeah, yeah. So what, like, besides the NASCAR bit, what other like are you really involved with on your website? Well, the other safe for work thing that we involve ourselves <laughs> in is a lot of soda reviews. Um, yeah, I thought that was just going to be just kind of a, a for fun thing, you know, try a new Mountain Dew and write about it and make a joke or two but for some reason that's our most viewed stuff is whenever there's 
something about Mountain Dew going on, we get just tons and tons of views. Really? about the cult following that that soda has. And yeah, it's the only thing that can actually outperform our NASCAR content. Interesting. Okay. That, that is interesting. I see you have some also uh, video game stuff on there, like The Last of Us, and I think I caught a couple like D&D references. Is that, do you guys do stuff with that, or was I, am I based? Yeah, um, I'm a bit of a game, you know, a gamer. iRacing eats up most of my gaming time now, know. but... But if there's a you know a solid AAA title coming out for a console, yeah, I'll, I'll pick it up and re- like Red Dead Redemption Two. I, I wrote about some of our other writers, uh, Ben and a uh, young lady named Jen. They're a little more nerd centric, so they do write a little more about that stuff. But one thing that brings us all together, which is I'm sure you're looking for a comment on, is our uh, erotic literature articles. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. I wasn't really looking for that, but uh, <laughs> but uh, Logs was a little worried. Uh, that's what we we're going to be talking about the whole time. I'm like, no, 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 no. I wasn't worried. I wasn't worried about it. I just really was clueless about it. Yeah, I, I mean, since we've already opened that door, that Pandora's box, there. So, like, tell us about that. Like, how did like what what are the stories about? Like, what. Okay, I don't. I'm not saying. I'm not saying like. Oh, well, go in. Erotic, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no. I mean, okay. So people listening to the show, they want to know more. They're intrigued on what you write. That's what I'm asking. Is like, what? Give them like a. Okay, this is kind of what it is, just so they're aware and know where to go find it. Because I'm sure there's a lot of women that listen to the show, and women love that shit. So. Well, they do, and you know some guys love it too, and that's part, that's actually part of why I do it so much is because there's not a lot of guys who like to write about it and talk about it, and so that's sort of my foot in the door with that. That's actually how I started internet writing was for a, a different website where I was just kind of their erotica commentator, I guess, <laughs> for a little bit, and that I found that that is really the easiest thing to review because there are so many independent authors that write about you know for lack of a better term sex books and they're all looking to get noticed and they're all looking to give out review copies and i'm more than happy to to take those free copies give as much feedback as i can about it hopefully make somebody laugh and then publish that review um so yeah so if if someone was to genuinely ask me about how can i become an erotica connoisseur uh, the best thing to do would be to go on to Tibend.com, look for Matt's Smut Vault, which is sort of the department of, of where nice. we do that. Yeah. Matt, and not gas just, kinda... just want to clarify that. Matt, not gas <laughs> Right, right. Matt Burr is a smut vault. Um, and then just kind of take your pick. Look, you know, the reviews are very, you know, I like to think they're pretty bite-sized and, and, and tight. We don't, we don't get pornographic when we talk about it. There might be some foul language, but like I'm not going to be showing you know lewd pictures or anything like that. I try to keep it PG-13 as far as what I'm talking about. But the books could very well be, you know, solid X-rated kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, then you know, almost all these books are on Amazon. They're all really cheap. They're about a dollar or so, and you know, there's a lot of really cool people out there writing about this stuff. And I've made a lot of friends that. I thought would be kind of skeevy, pervy people, and some of them are, but some of them are just really <laughs> yeah, nice, nice people that you want to interact with. All right, that's that's and good. Actually, we, we even did, we even did one. Sorry, that was a uh, dirt track racing base. That was my next question. Uh, yeah, I was actually going to ask the same thing. There's got to be an untapped motorsports uh, market out there, I would think. 
Yeah, there there is one really good one that I'm probably not as comfortable saying that this part of 2020 as it was the start of 2020, but there was a guy, basically the main character was a very highly inspired Kyle Larson type <laughs> as far as you know, dirt track racing background, very young, has a badass wife kind of thing. And I had a lot of fun with that. And now that I'm making more and more NASCAR friends, <laughs> I've learned about how much fan fiction there is out there. Hmm. I didn't know there was a lot of fan fiction out there. I bet. Yeah, I mean, it, it's there's some really graphic stuff about what, like, Ryan Blaney might be doing with a pit lizard. Or Whoa! With another, <laughs> what? Or with another driver, perhaps. Whoa. What the? Is this, like, on the dark web? Yeah, I don't, I guess we're, I'm not Googling enough or something. <laughs> but you are Googling it. <laughs> That's not what I said, jackass. <laughs> well, that's uh, certainly interesting. Yeah. You just opened our eyes to a whole <laughs> new world out there. <laughs> I'm happy to do that. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Well, I don't know where to go from there. Let's go back to iRacing. So you're, yeah. you're iRacing, right? Uh, how long have you been doing that, and how's that going? Sure. So I've been a sim racer since I was seven when my uncle bought me a, a Thrustmaster T2 wheel and pedals and a NASCAR Racing 2 from a, from Papyrus. That would have been, what, 1996. And I was hooked ever since. That's been, really, I've been playing on down the line from there. I didn't quite have the money when iRacing started. They, they were pretty steep in price. Mm-hmm. And I was just out of high school. Mm-hmm. So it, it, I couldn't really get going until about 2011 on the iRacing part of things. So I've been doing it, I guess, we're coming up on you know, nine, almost ten years now. Okay. Wow. So um, here in a couple weeks, we haven't got a date set yet. We uh, we did a league a couple like a couple months ago, and we took an off season. And we get ready to start a league back again. Thursday nights, mm-hmm. open invitation. Join join us yeah, if you're, I'd be, if you're I'd free. Be down for that. Do yeah. you normally uh, do dirt races, or are you like you know what kind of what kind of leagues do you enter? Or not leagues, but races do you enter? I kind of do a jack of all trades. I want to make my participation money every time, so I want to do at least one B and then one C. This this season, I'm doing the uh, Aero 87s, the NASCAR mm-hmm. Legends season, and dirt modifies just because they're a, a class b so i get my seven bucks out of that one gotcha okay okay but i'm i'm super super stoked for big block modifies when that eventually comes out that's all i'll be doing probably forever my wife will probably leave me i'll be <laughs> losing my job but fuck it i'll have big block <laughs> modifies what i've always wanted that, i did see that they were going to be doing that it's pretty awesome yeah they scanned uh stuart friesen's car which yeah. is the car, I, I see more of that than I do the, the Hallmark truck. <laughs> yeah. Cool, man. Well, yeah, we, uh, last season we did, or our last league season, we did the nationwide, like, um, I don't know, classic or what's it called? Um, yeah. I don't know what we're going to do this time. We yeah, really we just, uh, we try far, to but... choose what's free with the subscription so people don't have to buy anything extra, you know, that can race with idea. us. Kind of, kind of leave the door open for everybody. Like we had a guy who uh, raced with us. He was like seventy-two years old. Mm, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. He actually did pretty well too. 
I mean, I, I mean, it's on restarts. He his re- reaction time was a little little off, but during the race, he was okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what's the you know what's the future holding for you for uh, like the, the website? Like, are you gonna you? I know you hired in the other rider to handle more of the NASCAR stuff. So, like, what's that free you up to do other projects, or are you gonna be focusing more on your smut vault? <laughs> I'm actually trying I heard to, a little to chuckle there, so I left. <laughs> you try to what? The whole, the, whole, <laughs> sorry, the whole thought behind getting more into NASCAR was I was going to back down on the smut vault stuff. <laughs> uh, but that, uh, you know, unfortunately, that it's sort of like the mafia. Once you're in, there's no getting out. So uh, I'll be writing a little bit about that, you know, in perpetuity. But I'm actually, I'm not really sure what I'm going to be doing in the future because, you know, we don't make any money. This is a, a as you, I'm sure you guys know, this is a, a love of the game sort of thing. That's not about <laughs> drawing an income. But Yeah, sounds like a podcast, yep. Yeah, <laughs> so, and, and, you know, one of my goals has been to get more into podcasts. I don't know if we're ever going to start our own podcast, but, you know, just being a guest on in places like this has been a lot of fun the first couple times I've done it, so I'm really looking forward to, to getting more of my voice work out there as opposed to, to just writing. But then, you know, post-COVID is really so far up in the air right now. I have no idea what what any sport, or you know, especially NASCAR, is going to look like. So there's going to be a lot to talk about, so I'm probably just going to be hitting the books again and putting out more articles on, the, on what we've got going on. Yeah. So what's uh so I'm assuming that the website then is not your day job. What's your day job? Sure. So I'm in a very boring industry. I'm I'm in the mortgage business. So I work for a company that's in the in that supply chain of helping companies close loans. It's okay. just as exciting as it sounds. It's not okay. really a a panty melting uh, yeah. kind of deal. Yeah. Not a lot of smut stories about that, huh? No, and that's kind of why I, I guess that's my. Uh, with a mild-mannered uh, disputes manager that turns into a smut vault uh, <laughs> connoisseur at night. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I uh, my job's pretty boring too, so we won't get into that. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's a have you? Um, is there ever like one driver you really wanted to meet that you've had the opportunity to meet? It's gonna sound weird. Is well, no, because I haven't really landed a the interview that I've always wanted, which I don't, that, that doesn't necessarily have a person in mind. I just have, you know, of course I'd like to meet someone at the pinnacle, very big and have a very long conversation with them and get a lot of attention that way. So while I haven't gotten that, what, what's weird about me is I just, I don't like meeting people that much if there's not a reason behind it. Um, I don't network particularly well. Like if I was at, if I'm at a racetrack, I typically don't go out, you know, I don't stand in autograph lines. I don't do the whole picture thing and all that. It's it's kind of I don't know. It's a hard it's hard to describe, but I kind of do the work that I can do online and make connections that way. And then if it ends up being an in person thing based off what I do from that, great. Um, that's actually part of why Deb's going to be so good for us. It's because she's much more personable. She goes to about a do- half dozen to a dozen races per year. Apparently meets. You name it, she's met him. So it's, it's, I guess she can handle that part of it and I can do the rest of it. 
Hmm. Yeah, I I guess we're kind of very similar as well. The only difference is is you know we'll be walking around I'm like oh hey there's so and so let's get a picture with them and just snap a quick picture. Autographs I don't do autographs really. Lugs does a little bit more than I do. Um, I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of hard to explain. I as a person I I. I hate to say we're in the industry, but we're kind of in the, in the industry. You kind of... I get what you mean. Yeah, you're a fan, but you know where to draw the line, I guess. Like, you can't go out there and be a fanboy and geek out because, you know, Dell Jr.'s walking past you or something. So, it kind of changes the game for us a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I, the person most recently that I had the biggest pleasure of meeting was last year at Dover, where I went to, what, went to one of the... Um, Bob Pocker's tweet up, so I actually did finally get to meet him and got mm-hmm. yeah. a little bit of discussion with him. So that was pretty sweet. Hey, there's Bob Pockers. Yeah, uh, we met Bob several times. He's he's a good guy. He's uh, answered a lot of questions for us and stuff. Good guy. So yeah, he puts he puts up with so much shit. Oh yeah, he does. How's the weather going to be? Do they have lights on the track? Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let's get in, in, into some of the deets on the NASCAR season. The 48 car, who's taking it? Man, I know you're going to ask me that. I've been thinking about that all day. <laughs> um, I guess if I had to pick somebody that was going to go in the 48, I would go with. Like, who do you guys think? You go for it. I don't want to sound uh, like an idiot. <laughs> so uh, no, no. I mean, we're 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 the dumbasses here. We really don't know. It's kind of like we we talked about a lot today. And me and Logs talk about it off air constantly. And with these dominoes falling over the last couple of days with, you know, LFR, you know, going to be closing shop, Spire's taking over. We just have to assume that Spire's not going to be hiring a top-tier driver. Um, so, right. So what's that do with Bell? Well, more likely Bell's probably going to go into the 20, which means that Jones is now available. So we have Jones sitting there, but do we go Reddick or do we go Jones? Or maybe even Bubba. And I don't know... I like Bubba. We've met Bubba. He's a great guy. Um, I just don't know if he's the right fit for that that ride. I, I so I almost see Hendrick pulling Reddick to the forty eight, and then Jones or Bubba taking the eight car. Yeah, I I, I like the sound of that because I, I was kind of along the same line. Cause no, that's the problem is none of the open people right now really fit what I would say is the 48 car because that's, I mean, obviously it's only had one person in it, but Mm -hmm. you would think that it's got to be somebody with a little seniority whose only job is to chase championships. Yeah. Yeah. They've got, yeah, they've got the other roles filled nicely at Hendrick for now. Um, Yeah. Cause you know, Reddick's obviously overperforming, but I think what is he, is he on a one year deal or would he have to wiggle out of a contract? He's got an option. So okay. he, yeah, he's a he's actually a two year deal with an option after one year, so he can opt out. But I think there's a buyout clause. Okay, and I, I assume Chevy to Chevy would be easier to pull off. Yeah, right, right. I assume it would be as well. And that brings up another question about Bell: Is Bell licensed with Toyota, or is it just with LFR, or is it, or is he a Gibbs driver on loan to LFR? I don't know those details. Well, as far as I know, he is a Toyota person through and through because of the sprint car stuff. At least that's the way I perceived it. And I, and he, I also believe he, he's on loan as sort of the fifth person on a four-person team. And so that's why most people are putting him in the 20 because Eric Jones is you know, underperforming. Um, but I, I don't 
that's a, that's a problem. I kind of run into a problem with Jones the same way I have a problem with Almirola is I can't really picture them anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, and we also discussed that tonight on the show too, is Almirola, Stuart Haas Racing. I could almost see Almirola being a fit in the eight car possibly, going back to some uh, like roots for him a little bit whenever he was with DEI. Uh, kind of reminds me of that that kind of feel, but um, that would be cool. I hope he wouldn't have to do that though, because that would be a step down. But yeah, no, I, I I agree, I agree. So let me let me put a couple other things. I'm gonna post to you question wise here. If you're Tyler Reddick, you have the eight sitting there and the forty eight sitting there. Which one do you choose? Oh, if I'm Tyler Reddick, the forty eight. Yeah, ex- wouldn't even exactly. <laughs> Tyler Reddick is hungry for championships. He won two in the Xfinity Series. The eight is not going to afford him that opportunity. Not anytime soon. Right. So I think that if if I'm Tyler Reddick and I'm sitting there and I heard that my name came up as a possible rumor to be in that 48 car, I'm knocking down Hendrick's door to say, hey, get me in there. I, I think you have yeah, to be. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, he, he would certainly be in the position to do that, I guess. The, is Ally signed through next year? Yes. With, the, with Hendrick? Yeah. Have they? Have they? Has anyone dug into what they might think? I not that I know of. Not that I know of. Um, now, what's interesting they, to me is that they signed as long as they did, with knowing, knowing Johnson, Johnson was going to exit. Yeah. So to me, it says, "Hey, just as long as we get somebody decent that yeah. will represent us, we'll so stay on board." That, then that goes back to the question. Okay, so we know we got guaranteed funding from Ally. What about Alex Bowman? We struggled so hard getting funding this year, and basically Chevy stepped up to give us funding. What are we going to do with Alex Bowman next year? So I, I'm i worried that that's going to force Hendrick's hand to go to a three-car team. That would suck, but it would make everything else a lot easier. <laughs> Everybody else would be a little more inclined to slot in where they kind of are now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because everybody's thinking that you know someone's going to that forty-eight. But what if? What if no one does? And like I said, we've seen the struggle that they had getting sponsorship for the eighty-eight car. And it's not like yeah. he was the dud last year. I mean, last year he won a couple races. So I don't know. I, it, so much speculation. I, I I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess he's he's really kind of Hendrick's best driver now, isn't he? <laughs> kind of looking that way. Sure in hell ain't Byron. Chase is hot and cold. Mm. Johnson. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, Ch- Chase is the face. There's no getting away from that. But. Yeah, yeah. And let's face it, Johnson's probably had the, the best running season if he was able to put a race together. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's amazing. Yeah, I, I, I'm really looking forward to him in IndyCar, though, by the way. That, that yes. Yes, that will be very interesting as well. So, does he run just a race, or does he run a whole season? I think if it works out the way I've heard, he's going to be actually focusing more on road courses, and maybe I can't imagine he wouldn't do the Indy 500 because that's how it's got to be. I don't think he's actually going to be doing too many ovals, from what I understand. Okay. Uh, And talking about the Indy 500, no fans. That sucks. Yeah, I mean, I guess, what what else are you going to do? I mean, that's kind of, their whole thing is about packing as many people close together as possible, either in the stands or in what is the snake pit thing they call that. Yeah, the snake pit. 
Yep. A half-assed Indy 500 was going to suck just as much as a no-fan Indy 500. It was going to have to be a focus on the race and that only, so, you know. (laughs) Do you do any kind of die-cast collecting? I used to. Um, I did as a kid. I've got a mountain of 164-scale ones, but I kind of got out of that. Actually, I had a few of my uh, iRacing cars made as customs back when I before okay. I got married and had <laughs> enough money to do that sort of thing. <laughs> Damn wives. <laughs> exactly. Is your is your wife watching I, NASCAR? I'm assuming not. Uh she watches it with me. Like, you know, if I wasn't around she wouldn't be clicking on a race, but she's a she certainly keys on to it. We did a fantasy league one year and of course she fucking won. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's the way that's the way them. it goes. So, oh, she wins every fantasy league that we do. <laughs> we have one, go- and it wouldn't be too late to get in because we're going to reset the points. So yeah, true. Yeah, we yeah we do a fantasy league uh, where you choose two drivers every week, and the week the next week you can only carry over one of the two drivers. Um, but yeah, we had a so last year we had it set up a little bit differently. This this woman came in and kicked our ass, so we changed the rules this year to prevent her from kicking our ass, and she comes in and is kicking our ass still. <laughs> yep. Yep. Same same girl. Same girl, yeah, exactly. Just run us into oh, the ground. That, it, you know why that is, though, right? It's not, not a sexist thing to say, but the reason for that is because they don't have any bias. If they're not a hardcore fan, they don't care how Chase Elliott, well, what we want Chase Elliott to do. Well, you, just, th- yeah. you, you think that would be a downside for her because she is a huge Harvick fan. She literally chooses oh, Harvick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Harvick, she chooses Harvick every week. It's the other driver she chooses. Well, I mean, Harvick every week's not a bad play, though. No, it's not. Last year, it was Kyle Busch and Harvick the whole season. Yeah, you can win with that, for sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nobody yeah. else does that. That's but, why this year, we're, we're only allowed one carryover driver. And Next ne- year, it's oh, going to be none. Yeah, yeah, so we're already discussing <laughs> for next year to not have any carryover drivers. It's like the Jimmy Johnson effect. We're going to keep tweaking the rules until <laughs> she can't win. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, and one last thing about about my wife because she's going to be listening to this. <laughs> the reason why she's so good is she's an accountant by trade, so she oh. only looks up the numbers. Oh there you yeah, go. there that's you go. Why. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's nice. That's why. So if she's going to be listening to this, you might well say a couple of good things about her. Like, go ahead. Like, you know, she's beautiful. <laughs> good and, cook. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's all of those things. Yeah, we can move on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So my my wife plays our fantasy league, and I don't know if the people listening to the show realizes that my wife's in our fantasy league. Um, I gotta do is look at last place. So that's her. <laughs> yeah, do you uh, do you watch any other sports or uh, participate in any kind of other leagues or anything other than NASCAR stuff? Um, not you know, not too much this year, obviously with the way things are going. But no, I've, I'm a yeah, I'm kind of a sports junkie. So I'm a Baltimore Orioles fan with baseball, and you know I. There's no escaping the the pandemonium of football. Um, Lamar Jackson. Do, uh, we've been doing. I'm sorry. What? I said Lamar Jackson in your area. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean that's definitely getting on the hype train with that. Um, yeah, I've been spoiled rotten as a Ravens fan for the last you know, 20 years, so this, <laughs> I've kind of been sucked into that. And we do fantasy football here. We do the live drafts, and we have our own roving trophy that. Uh, we handwrite everybody's names on when they win and all that stuff. So it's it's really the bulk of my social calendar is that yeah. kind of thing. 
Cool. It's not called the Shiva, is it? No, not, no. We call it. Actually, we make it even a more obscure reference. We call it the Pantheon Cup from the movie Any Given Sunday. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah, uh, I, I yeah, am a yeah. big fan of the uh, the league. That was a hilarious show. Oh my god, that was a great show. Yeah. Um. So more uh, not professional questions, but more like personal questions. On Netflix right now, what do you have keyed up? Actually, we just finished. It's on Hulu for us at the moment because we just—that's what we've been binging on. We just finished with uh, the five seasons of the show Daria. Um, if you remember that from MTV yeah. in the '90s. Yeah. Diarrhea. Diarrhea. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So we just finished that, and then I—I'm th- gonna have to see if I can sell her on binge watching King of the Hill because I saw they have all the episodes of that too. Oh hell yeah. Hell yeah. So here's a quick fun fact. Uh, so we're talking about Ally earlier. Back in my previous life, I, I worked for um, General Motors after college that turned into GMAC, then it turned into Ally. Um, but anyway, uh, so technically I worked for Ally. But when I was when I was working at that job for them, I was talking to a guy from Canada, from a de- uh, Chevy dealership up in Canada. And he's like, you don't sound nothing like Hank Hill. I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> He's like, all you Americans are supposed to sound like the guy from King of the Hill. I'm like, no, dude, no. You should have just started talking like Boomhauer to fuck with him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that guy seriously thought that all Americans spoke like like the people from King of the Hill. So you do know more than one Canadian. I know. I try to tell our, we have Canadian fans, and I try to tell them that they're our favorite fans, and he says it's only because we don't know any other Canadians. <laughs> so, yeah. And we do have a guy from Scotland that listens. Uh, that's doing really awesome on Fantasy League. Kicking your ass. Yeah, yeah. He, he always sends me emails giving me shit. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yep. So, uh, well, yeah, hopefully, uh, yeah. What's that? No, no, I was actually going to say I was hoping to uh, make your audience a little more international with the people I'll be making listen to this. So. Oh, there well, you we go. We appreciate yeah, that. Yeah. We appreciate like, that. International. In international how? Uh, probably a couple in England, at least one in Scotland. Okay. Um, don't know how, don't know if I can get any of my Australian friends to listen, but we'll give it a shot. You know, you know, what's interesting is I looked up our stats not too long ago and we had like 6% of our downloads in like the last 90 days were all from Australia. Hmm. So, so well, cheer- winter time, right? So they probably got nothing else to do. Oh, gee- yeah. I'm going to listen to these American <laughs> shitheads and, <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> entertain ourselves. Yeah, so cheers, mates. <laughs> Whatever, if you're listening, I don't know. Whatever they say. Yeah, Chase for all these plays. <laughs> Faustus. We got to drink a Faustus. Australian phobia. Yeah. Yeah, and if any fans are listening to this, again, we do reviews on our show. Um, so if you want us to drink a certain kind of beer, we love free beer. Send it to us. <laughs> what are you guys drinking today? Oh, my God. I am drinking the shit Bushlight Apple. <laughs> Have yeah, you tr- I, saw, I saw in the blurb of one of your past ones that's so not, not that good. I was thinking about trying some. Yeah. So I like, mean, if you're a big Apple fan, you probably like it, but it's just uh, a little too sweet and artificial for our taste. Yeah, it's like it's like drinking apple juice. It reminds me of the day where I was drinking out of a bottle when I was like two years old. <laughs> I know you don't remember that. I know. That was just a couple years ago, but <laughs> <laughs> that's besides the point. <laughs> Uh yeah, it's just it, it's just yeah, it's too apple flavory. I don't know, it's just too much for me. I like it better than Reds and Angry Orchard because I don't really like those anyway. But put it this way, if you pick it up to try it, I'd only get a six pack just in case you uh, 
Yeah. You know, don't like it. Don't right, don't, don't don't spring for the thirty pack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good thinking. Yeah. So a- another question regarding NASCAR: Is there any sponsors? Like, is there any merchandise you buy or item you buy because they're a NASCAR sponsor? I try to do that as much as possible. Um, if there is a product that I'm in the market for, and I can think of, do they have some sort of racing connection? I try to do that. Like the kind of honey that I buy is because they sponsor a dirt late model from around here. Oh, nice. so I make sure I always buy Gunther's honey because they're, <laughs> because they're in the business. Okay. Yeah. And we talk uh, about on the show all the time. We do the same thing. Anytime we can support one of our sponsors of, of the sport that we love, we're going to, even though we may not like the Bush at Bush light app, but we, we, <laughs> we do, gave a chance. We do support them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was nicer when all the beer companies were in every every race at least. Well, you know, and that's I can't believe that Miller Lite is is just going to completely abandon you know Penske. That's that's what baffles me. Is oh, they're they're pulling out completely. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. think that one race he won this year with the that Miller Lite was that the was last it. was the last time it's going to be on the car. Yeah. So I mean, I, I get it. I get if you can't. Them. If you can't pony up the dough for a full season, uh, at least a couple of races, right? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Sucks. Yeah. So usually on the show, we drink nothing but Bush Light, but then we'll switch over to try different things. Or mon- we did Monsters a lot for, you know, Monster sponsoring the series, stuff like that. So we, we, we try. Did the try. Rowdies? Yeah, we tried Rowdies one day on the uh, on the air. Try yeah. Yeah, I, I have a, a Rowdy review on, uh, on the website. I tried the four main flavors that they had in the sample pack. Okay. What you guys think of that? Uh, we did the sugar-free ones. We did the apple and the strawberry limeade, something like that. What was the other strawberry one? Strawberry lemonade, maybe? Something strawberry like that. Lemonade. I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, there's, ch- there's a cherry limeade and I think a strawberry lemonade. Okay, I think it was strawberry lemonade then. Um, so the strawberry lemonade tastes like fruit roll-ups. Uh, that's that's what Lugs that's what Lugs said. And I, I agree yeah, with it. Uh, the one. apple sour apple whatever it was was uh it was all right. It's like drinking that thing. No, it's nothing like that. Sour apple is much different than Bushlight. <laughs> much better. I actually enjoy the rally better than the Bushlight. Uh, I wouldn't disagree yeah. there. And by the way, Kyle Bush is a dickhead. Just want to throw that out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hard to argue with that. Yeah. He's good for Na- he's good for NASCAR that way. Yeah, yeah, he is. We uh, tried interviewing him at Bristol, and he just stared at us. <laughs> it was anyway. I won't go into the story. He was a yeah. He's not. He's not very uh, media friendly. You're gonna make Joe mad. Nah, it's okay. <laughs> make all of our fans well, at mad. Least he do- at least he doesn't fake it. He doesn't look like he's. A hey, you liar. know that's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. I I don't mind Kyle. Yeah, he gets a little uh, emotional and and a little <laughs> ill tempered. <laughs> but you know what? It's. There will be a day where we'll look back and be like, you know what, Kyle? That that was, you know, I'm okay <laughs> with that. So, what's your favorite NASCAR or not NASCAR racing movie? Whew, that is a good question. It's hard to say anything besides Days of Thunder because when it came out, that was it was everything to me. I watched that movie probably a hundred times when it was uh, you know on DVD for the first time or or whatever. Um, so I'd probably have to give it that. Yeah, I, I laughed my ass off at Talladega Nights. It's probably a better movie, but I think Days of Thunder is going to always be my favorite. Although, uh, although recently, it's not a NASCAR movie, but the uh, I think it was called Rush, the F1 movie that Ron yeah. Howard made. It was yeah. good. Yeah, it was yeah good. that was that was a really good one. Actually, might 
be one of the only movies I've seen in theaters probably in the last five, six years or so. Wow. Not a theater guy, huh? No, fuck that. Why would I want to be around people? <laughs> Netflix it or, or buy it on Amazon when it comes out. Yeah, all that. But Much cheaper that way. Have you have you guys on Netflix seen the new newish dirt track racing movie called uh, Lady Driver? No, I have not. Mm-mm. No, I haven't even seen a preview for it. Lady Driver, I'm gonna write that down. Yeah, yeah, write it down. It's it's pretty good. It's yeah, it's, it's all dirt late models. There's no you know NASCAR aspirations to it, and it's but it's pretty good and it moves pretty quickly. And it's got a lot of the interesting thing they do is they use stock footage exclusively. Like, you know, most racing movies, you've got the, you know, the car on, they, you know, try to make it look like the car on the trailer is actually the car on the track, and they yeah. you know, do all that that crap. They don't do that in that movie. They use real stock footage so that the, the girl is actually driving Bobby Pierce's real-life car. So they just show him racing when you're supposed to think it's just her. Okay, uh, okay. okay. Yeah. John Travolta had a dirt track movie not too long ago that I watched. Yep. Ah, uh, boy. Would, would it, before I rave out on that, what did you think? <laughs> I mean, it was, to me, it was kind of what you would expect. It, I mean, it was okay. I didn't I didn't hate it, but I didn't like it. I'm trying, I was on a flight. I watched it while I was on a flight. I can't remember what I was flying to, but, uh, yeah, it was, it was okay. I'll just leave that at that. I probably the best place to watch it. Is on a flight when there's you know a very slim possibility of sudden death. That's probably a better better way to take it. <laughs> but then you have the risk of that's that being the last movie you ever watched. Good point. <laughs> what was so bad? What what you what you uh, what was your takeaway on it? I, I I guess I overhyped myself into that because there hadn't been a pure dirt racing movie made, at least not a one with anybody famous in it. And I just got, you know, it was John Travolta, Shania Twain. I thought they're really going to try hard for this. Because oh, Shania Twain was in it? in it? Yeah, she was. Yeah. It's, a, it's actually her acting debut. Interesting. She didn't do horror. I mean, I only say, I, I kind of went in thinking it was going to be a low budget. Eh, that's kind of how I felt. What was the damn name of that show? I can't remember that movie. I can't remember the name of it now. Trading Paint. Ah, yep, Trading Paint. You are right. Yep, and you can find a review for that on our website as well. <laughs> okay. We, that's, that's another thing we try to do. We don't do a lot of movie reviews. At least I don't. But it's something in racing, I'm, I'm not going to let it slip by. Not to be mis- um, mixed up with Steve Luvender's <laughs> trading paints. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you use trading paints for uh, eye racing? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Cool. yeah that's, that's the only way to do it. <laughs> Yeah, Steve Lumander was on our show before. He's a like you ever get a chance to talk to him? He's actually a really cool guy to talk to. I was gonna ask if he is funny in person as he is on Twitter. He is. Yeah. He is. He's very subtle about it. He doesn't like really make like the big, you know, like drum roll type. Uh, but he's mm-hmm. very subtle on how he does, and it yeah, it's very good. I don't remember how many episodes it was ago that he was on here, but it was very. We really, really enjoyed it. He's really good. Uh, I'll check that out. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see what else. Uh, favorite horror movie? That's gonna be a bad one because I actually hate horror movies. Oh come on! <laughs> I, I'm a big bitch. I mean, I, I even <laughs> I hate watching 
my <laughs> wife loves watching those like true crime shows oh yeah on uh whatever on the id network or whatever and I, those things they creep me the hell out i can't i can't hardly watch it regular law and order is almost as much drama with violence kind of thing as I want to go. I don't, I don't get squeamish. I just get like really depressed about that stuff. Damn, you are a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, uh, uh, come on, Lugs. You got something else? Let our fans know about Matt. Matt, Matthew. So, okay, here is a, a another question. So your name's Matthew. Do you prefer to be called Matt or Matthew? I actually prefer to be called Matt, but I, I don't even... I was always write my name as Matthew now because writing it with just M-A-T-T just seems childish because that's what I used to do as a kid. So it's like, it's almost like it's it's written out Matthew, but it's pronounced Matt is kind of how I phrase it nowadays. Yeah, I, I well, I always just, I'm lazy, so I go the short way, so it's Matt. Um, the, the few at the end of my name makes it sound like someone's sneezing when they say my name. So it's like, Matthew, and I just, that always bugs me. <laughs> Well, if someone ever calls me Matthew, I always think it's one of my parents talking to me because that really was all that that would actually say the full part of my name. Yeah, if, if this is my parents, they would call me like asshole or something. <laughs> my no, parents that, that makes it easy. <laughs> yeah, my parents sucked. <laughs> That's another story for another day. Uh, alcohol of choice. Whiskey for the most part, um, but we've got a liquor cabinet that's probably going to collapse under its own weight because we have it so stacked right now. Um, so I do try a little bit of everything. Uh, beer, I try not to keep too much of in the house because that stuff stockpile is pretty good. But I'm, I'm usually down for anything. That's kind of why I wanted to try Bush, Ap- Bush Light Apple because we do drink a lot of ciders. Um, so I was kind of excited for that, but the way you guys make it sound like it's a little bit of cider and a little bit of beer, and I don't know if I really want to yeah, it's get like- the worst parts of both of those. I don't know if I would even say it's anything like a cider. It's literally like your when you first drink it, it's like a beer, but it finishes like an apple juice. Hmm. Like literally a a glass of apple juice. Uh, <laughs> I I'm not big on apple juice, so I I don't know. It's not that great. You guys drink anything besides beer? You guys get into the, the spirit world at all? Uh, when we're out partying, which is very rare anymore with our old age, uh, and a pandemic. So yeah, I think it was was it last a couple episodes ago we had some nice conversation about Jägermeister, Fireball stuff like that. Oh fucking Jesus! Yeah, yeah. So I I uh, I, I I like Jägermeister. Uh, my wife has a I I talked about a story. My wife, um, you you need to listen to the previous episodes. Um, yeah. Anyway, Jaeger's not her friend. Um, now when it comes to fireball, I woke up one night or one next morning, I guess you say on a guy's couch, didn't know where I was at the moment, sure. blood on my shirt. I, oh God. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. And uh, logs happened to be there too. Um, kind of piece it all together, but I don't remember like an eight hour period. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Pretty well, bad. Just, just from fireball. I had a little Jaeger to start off tonight. But Jaeger's yeah, my the two things I, <laughs> Jaeger's uh, my go to. You ever do uh that, that minty one with the called Rumple Mints? Oh yeah, a long time ago. Like high school. Yeah, I've I've got a couple of friends that like that's that is all they drink, so they're <sighs> usually like, Oh, we're gonna do a shot and then uh, that's what they pour and then it's like it's like I'm 
brushing uh, my teeth with ugh. minty ass. Yeah, yeah, screw that shit. <laughs> That's disgusting. Uh. All right, well, we're not going to keep you much longer. Do you have any questions for us? Well, I guess I, you, know, you got got your favorite drivers covered. I think I've got a good idea about where your rosters are for next year. Yeah. Who have you got winning the championship this year? Uh, I'm going to go Harvick. That's a good question. I'm going to Harvick. Lugs is over here touching himself. He's going to probably go with Chase. No, absolutely <laughs> not. I'm surprised you didn't, actually. Why? You, you picked him last year. So I was last year, not this year. I figured you'd still be riding the train. Um, <laughs> I don't know, Ian. That's a good question. I definitely think it's going to come down to Harvick and Hamlin, though, with, with just the way that they've been running. So maybe Brad could squeak something out, especially now that he's you know, got a contract locked in. But I don't know. Hamlin is on such a roll, but the thing is he kind of caves under pressure. So we uh, have predictions at the beginning of the season. I cannot remember our predictions. I had them written down, and then I think they, they got tossed. So uh, I'm just going to, for the record, go with Harvick, but yeah, I, I'm undecided. What about you? Well, and – for the record, last year I picked Chase as well, and I'm still paying for that. Uh, but this year, with it's so easy to want to say Harvick, especially now because the last race is Phoenix, and that's like his best right. track. But I'm going to go ahead and say Hamlin just because it's not Homestead anymore, and maybe the first time at a new track he won't, he'll, he'll forget to choke, or his team will forget to choke, or what have you, and they'll just actually get it done and maybe win the race. Leave, okay. leave a tire loose or something like they did last year. Yeah, if they put too much tape on this year, then they still yeah, might be able to win the race. Yeah. yeah. There's no bad mojo this time because it's a, a new experience for them. So they'll get their one championship, and then they can do the Bob of the Body thing where they just fuck off for the next 15 years. <laughs> yeah. 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 Good deal. Yeah. What else you got for us? Um, That's really you know, about it. You guys are pretty well knowledgeable. Actually, Going back to the, the roster thing, I didn't ask you uh, for Stuart Haas. I've asked everybody I've, I've <laughs> come in contact with the last couple months. Do the whole Stuart Haas lineup for the ne- for next year. Oh, boy. We actually had just talked about that on the show uh, before you called. Um, so I definitely think Almirola and Boyer are out. Definitely. I, I, I am confident myself. Uh, so it will be uh, Briscoe and Larson taking the places. So it'll be Kevin, Kevin, uh, Chase, Kyle, and <laughs> who's the fourth? And uh, who am I missing? I'm Cole in, Custer. Cole Custer. God damn, my <laughs> mind went blank. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. Well, he's right. not going anywhere. No, he's not, not with a win now. No. Yeah. Yeah. Hell, even Boyer and Amrola can't say that. So. Yeah. Exactly. What about you, Lugs? I, I don't know with, with Al Marola having Smithfield on, on board. That's the only hang-up I have there. Um, I'm not saying I don't disagree with you, but he's he's obviously got something going on with Smithfield, but he could take that with him elsewhere, I guess. So He did. Um, exactly. 43 to that. Exactly. So yeah. Exactly. So, uh, I don't know. He He's performing lately, so that that's, thing, that's more it can be said for Boyer. So... I could, I could, uh, I could see Almirola sticking around for one more year and seeing, uh, I'll say, 
I'll say Chase Briscoe stays in Xfinity one more, mm. and Larson stepping into the fourteen. How about that? Mm, interesting. Do you yeah, I like that? Do you think Larson deserves another shot? Yeah, I, I think he does. Um, yeah, you know, it's not for me to say whether he's learned his lesson or not. Obviously, I, there's. I had a whole drawn out plan for what it would take for him to come back. It was, you know, it, there needs to be a council of people that decide if he's done the right thing. And that, that's a, a whole other subject. But if he gets that, yeah, he absolutely should, should come back. But I don't think it's quite so easy as to say he's going to be with Stuart Haas at a cup car next year. I think he might have to pay his dues kind of all over again for a year. I was thinking that maybe he was going to do something at Colleg in an Xfinity ride and look to see if they could extend their stuff into a cup series role because I just, I don't see him get getting so good with a sponsor. That's going to be, yes, we're we're all in Kyle Larson for 36 races. Everything's going to be back to normal and fine. I just, I just can't imagine that just yet. Yeah. You actually made a point I hadn't thought about with working his way back up uh, and, and calling especially, I think that would actually be a good fit. Um, but uh, man, I actually, you bring that up. I can almost see college jumping in a cup, being a cup owner in a, in a couple of years. That makes a good point as well. Do we ever see junior stepping up being a cup owner? I think he has too much. Would, yeah. I mean, they're, I don't know. That's that's another good question because I don't think he really would want to at this point because he's he would kind of have to not do his other media stuff at least for a little while. I would think if he wanted to do it right, he'd have to be more of the race car owner yeah. instead of the guy with a cool exactly. You know, I agree. Show I, and the guy on TV every week. It, I, I it, think. Although I mean, once the team to fall flat on its ass, he could certainly do that. But I think the Xfinity is a happy medium for him, so I don't I don't see him doing that. Eh, sure is all working for him. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, Kelly's running it all anyway. He's just sitting back collecting a paycheck, being the face of it. Yeah, yeah I, I think he's happy where he is. I don't, I don't see him changing that just to, to chase a, a cup championship as an owner. I don't think he needs that to validate himself. No, no, not at all. Yeah, not at all. Not, not at all. But, I mean, look at all these owners. They're getting old. There's going to have to be people stepping in their place. Childress is getting old. Hendricks getting old. Joe Gibbs is... I mean, one Pinsky. foot in the grave. Pinsky as well, yeah. One yeah, foot in the grave. hundred years old and more focused on IndyCar now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He's got a little more riding on that now with owning Indy. So, all right, Matt, it's yeah, been great, man. Yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah, I didn't it's mean. Been a, been a pleasure. Didn't mean to cut you off there. I apologize. <laughs> nah, you're fine. All right. Well, uh, so one last thing. Tell everybody how they can follow you, follow your website, all that good old good old stuff. Sure. So the best way to get up with me, I'm, I live on Twitter. I'm at at MJ Burroughs. That's uh, M-J-B-U-R-R-O-U-G-H-S. And we're also at findmeattoben.com. And that's just hang out. Come drop me a line. Drop me some hate mail, whatever feels good to you. And we'll, we'll have a good conversation. Yeah. Well, I'm glad one asshole joined another group of assholes tonight. We appreciate the conversation, sir. And I, I do want to apologize for how long it took to get this together. That's ah, no problem at all. I'll, uh, I'll wait forever for you assholes. <laughs> yeah, well, thanks, thanks. Appreciate it, man. Thanks yeah. for coming on. All right, bud. Have a good one. Bye. Yeah.
And the checkered flag waves on this episode. Tune in next week to keep updated on all things NASCAR. Please like us on iTunes and follow us on Podbean. We'd like to hear from you, so reach out to us too at wreckingandracing at gmail.com. Thanks again and see you soon.